You're listening to Nightlight. Hello and welcome back to the Nightlight Podcast. Melvin Vallemparambil is with us on the program again today and he's going to teach us on how we can fight against and overcome the devil's most powerful weapon which he uses to attack and weaken us in every possible way. And we are, of course, talking about the spirit of fear. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. Most of my classes is something that the Lord helped me to put together because of the experiences that I had. Mm-hmm. Now, since uh, childhood, I've been a very fearful person. I guess most of it also came from my parents, my sisters, my brothers, my siblings, you know, kind of putting fear into me from the time I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you don't do this, this monster is going to come and get you, you understand? <laughs> or, you know, superstitious things like mm-hmm. when I used to go to school, my mom would say, oh, if a black cat crosses, uh, don't go that way. Yes. So sometimes I would see a white cat cross or a brown cat. So whatever cat cross, I would just have to go a long distance mm-hmm. to make sure I'm not crossing this this thing. Because I was sure I was going to do bad in my, uh, in my exams. And so in India, we have lots of uh, superstitions. For everything, there's a superstition. Right. You understand? So you grow up with this fear all around you. You know, sometimes it is spoken out, sometimes it's uh, it's kind of dormant, it's mm-hmm. passive. So I grew up being very fearful of anything and everything. I had fear of failure, which basically was like, you know, even though I had the intelligence to do a test, I know my subject, mm. I would fear, especially mathematics. I'm good at mathematics. I always get around 1995 to 100. Wow. <laughs> but when I get go for my exams... The night before, I almost throw up. I get hit with panic. Till I get to the examination hall and once I start doing it, I'm I'm good. Mm -hmm. So this fear, but I didn't have a way of overcoming it. You know, nobody taught me Mm -hmm. that God's word can help you overcome this fear. I wasn't afraid of snakes or Mm -hmm. rats or dogs. I didn't have that kind of fear. Mm -hmm. Like some people do have that, you know. My fear was more something that I experienced through my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes there is no reason or rhyme, you understand, yes. to what I'm thinking, it, can, it produces fear, mm-hmm. anxiety, and worry. And so for a long time, that, you know, I really got tormented and suffered from this particular thing. Right. But once I started studying the Bible about this subject, I started seeing there is a way of escape. And it's not God's will for me to live in anxiety and worry and fear. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so I started taking a positive action against it through God's word. So I started studying all the scriptures I could find on it. That kind of renewed my mind. Mm. And now I'm not tormented by fear. I still have fear. And I believe till we go to heaven, we still be, you know, Satan is around and he's going to bring some thoughts that are going to be anxious or, mm. you know, or fear. But you don't have to stay under the control of fear. Mm -hmm. So this class is not to say you're going to be, you know, it's like a magic thing. Mm -hmm. And you'll never have fear again. Mm -hmm. Fear is going to be, it's going to come because Satan is allowed to talk to us anytime. And, you know, but we have a choice to either listen to him and go under and be tormented by him. Or we can rise above that through God's word. Mm -hmm. And so I memorized all the scriptures on fear. And I just quote it. Every time I feel a little bit anxious or fearful, I start mm. 
right when I, in the beginning itself, I kind of shut it out. Because sometimes when you listen to it for a long time, like for an hour, hour and a half, you're already done. You understand? Mm-hmm. Then it's very hard to become positive or to have that peace that God wants us to have. Mm-hmm. And so when I first came here to uh, Uganda, I realized a lot of people, not only in Uganda, I'm sure all around the world, but here there is, it's like India, there's a lot of fear of uh, witchcraft, you know, witch doctors, demons. Mm. And sometimes in churches, we are only talking about demon most of the time and how to get rid of demons, mm-hmm. you understand? And witchcraft, so in that way, you're actually promoting or glorifying the works of Satan. Mm. And sometimes people are focused more on how to get rid of demons and mm-hmm. how demons are working in their lives instead of looking at the positive thing. Shining bright in the dark night, you're listening to Nightlight. So we're going to go to John 10, verse 10. John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Okay, so in this case, he's talking about our happiness, mm-hmm. our joy, our peace, our love that God has given us as you know, as our inheritance. Here, Satan is coming to steal it. So from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed, his job or the demons that he assigned is to come and steal that peace and that joy, you understand, mm-hmm. from our heart. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life, life in abundance. Right. But Satan, his, you know, his goal, especially with Christians, is how can I make this Christian miserable today? Mm. And through his misery, how can I use him to bring misery to others? Wow. And happiness, sadness, all of that. And one of the main tools that Satan uses is fear. You understand? Yes. It's almost his favorite tool. And so if he can give us a thought, a fearful thought, you know, a worrisome thought mm-hmm. or anxious thought, he knows we're going to go down. So when you have fear, what you don't have is faith and, of course, peace. So what happens with fear is the Bible says fear has torment. Yes. But peace, the Bible, you know, Jesus said, the peace that passeth all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm-hmm. And so the only way to overcome fear is to have God's word mm-hmm. on the subject. And when you quote it to Satan and to yourself, you see that the fear is slowly vanishing. And sometimes if you've been a habitual a thinker of fearful thoughts, it will take you some time. Hmm. So don't expect it to be like instant. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I quoted this verse, now I'm fine. No, it is going to come back. Because mm. Satan does not want to lose the ground that he's gained in our life. When I teach on fear, I kind of categorize it as, you know, we have instinct fear, fear that is not so bad, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, you're driving a car and a dog jumps in front. You know, you panic a little bit. You know, sometimes girls see a rat, you understand, and they jump up on the couch because it's instinct fear. But see, that is not as bad. Mm. You understand? Yes. It's not going to torment you. Right. But the, the fear that I want to talk about is the fear that is created by your thoughts. Right. And sometimes I'm just sitting there and I just get this thought. Even this morning when I woke up, I was hit with the thought that, hey, when you go back to the States, what are you going to do? You know, the Lord gave me the verse, take no thought for the morrow. The morrow shall take care of itself. Yeah. And so when I quoted that verse to myself, that anxious thought or the worry thought kind of left me. But if I would have focused on that in my, on my bed, then 
all day i would be worryful you know mm-hmm. i'd be thinking about hey what am i going to do where is somebody going to come you understand all of those thoughts and christians sad to say they do nothing to fight those thoughts uh-huh. they live in fear when they go for an interview for example even though you you are you know you studied up on the subject you have experience you know what to talk about but when you get to the interview hmm. because of fear of failure you go blank yes you know you you sit in front of this two or three people and they asking you questions and you just can't you're not even listening to it mm-hmm. you're so afraid that you won't get that job and of course you know you're not going to get it because you didn't say anything mm-hmm. and so you know like fear of failure fear of rejection all of those things torment us and so the life in abundance that Jesus has promised is not being activated in our life we are not mm-hmm. living it mm-hmm. because fear has overcome this thing now of course you know sometimes people say oh no we are supposed to fear god you understand mm-hmm. and all of that now yes yes in the old testament fear of god is a beginning of wisdom but in the new testament yes we respect god as a father and of course there's a reverence that can be considered as fear which is a healthy one but the one we are talking about today is a negative fear and the bible says god has not given it to us like if you look at up second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 for god hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind okay so the bible is clear in the new testament god is not the author of the fear that you experience he has not given us a spirit of fear it's a spirit that torments us So if God has not given it us then we know for sure it is coming from the opposite side and that is from Satan mm. it is from hell but it continues to say but of power of love and a sound mind now some translations it says in so sound mind it will say what you call it self control mm. but that is not what it is a sound mind is a mind that is at peace a mind that is at rest mm-hmm. so if you don't have a sound mind you have a fearful mind mm-hmm. and anything and everything can make you feel fearful when you are fearful and when you're anxious and you're worrying the decisions you make can turn out most of the time to be the wrong ones mm-hmm. you understand because you're not making it in the spirit of god you're making those decisions based on the spirit that is not from god mm-hmm. it's a spirit of fear and so what happens is when you have that sound mind a mind that is at rest now the bible says you know they that have believed have entered into his rest mm-hmm. and jesus also said all ye that labor and are heavy laden come unto me and i will give you rest that's exactly what he's talking about here is mm-hmm. the sound mind is a mind that is it's restful means it's not freaking out <laughs> you know it's not running all over the place talking to people about your fears and your worries and so that sound mind goes out when we start inviting fear to come mm-hmm. and sometimes you have a thought and then the thought the fearful thought is knocking at the door mm-hmm. and instead of sending faith to answer it like god's word we go open it we invite satan and all his little demons mm-hmm. and we have a little tea party with them mm-hmm. you understand we serve them snacks food coffee whatever and we are trying to have a conversation with fear itself mm-hmm. and of course you know after an hour you are completely 
messed up because you have let fear into you but you know when you have a fear and you approach it with god's word like for example you know if people have fear that we don't have enough money for my kids to go to school mm. or the tuition fees time is coming up mm. but we don't have the money and so you start going into a a mode of fear and mm. worry mm-hmm. but see at that time you need to use god's word my god shall supply all your needs according to his riches see instead of going into the track of fear and worry you're moving into the track of of faith mm-hmm. by using god's word yeah. now satan hates it so he can't coexist mm. you know with his lies when you have the truth that is residing in you mm-hmm. so you have to study god's word and use which scripture would benefit you for which fear mm. and that's what i do the lord has given me verses so that you know when i get hit with certain fears i just use god's word mm-hmm. you know sometimes i get fearful about doing something that god wants me to do that i have no experience in mm-hmm. then of course you know i go back and say it's not you that speaketh but the spirit of the father that speaketh and you see it right. gives me the wisdom and the strength to be able to overcome that fear you know of course we have fears in all different kinds of forms mm. i met quite a few single moms who have children their husbands have uh, moved on kind of left them behind mm. most of these single mothers they have fears i'm sure and i recently taught this class to one of those ladies and she was completely set free wow she was so joyful after the class because more than all those things that are happening it's this fear of the unknown now what is going to happen to me and to my children actually this fear has actually gotten her into a lot of physical sicknesses mm-hmm. because this fear is it has torment but it also affects your not just your you know mood and your happiness but also your physical health mm-hmm. you know you can get ulcers you can get all kinds of diseases and of course it's scientifically proven that fear is a cause of major diseases in mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. of course when you look at that you know even though they have maybe the money or they're working but thinking that no one else is going to ever marry them you understand right, right. because they're single mom but see those are fears yeah. it it could be a reality in some cases but in most cases god said i will supply all your needs according to his riches he's not talking about shillings and dollars he's talking about all your needs and of course it's it's one of your needs to have a husband and a father but instead of looking at the negative or how bleak and horrible the future is going to be if you look at it with faith Mm. and say my god will supply you understand mm-hmm. in his own time he's going to supply but i refuse satan to come and steal and kill and destroy my peace and mm-hmm. my joy you understand mm-hmm. i'm going to live that life in abundance that lord has given me today with or without a husband you see that fear will steal now fear and joy cannot coexist in mm-hmm. a person's mind or heart at the same time mm-hmm. you might alternate between both but either you're having joy or you having fear you can't have both you know, it's like light and darkness you can't have light and darkness at the same time at the same place you know and the bible says entrance of thy word giveth light mm-hmm. it giveth understanding to the simple mm-hmm. now sometimes people go for counseling and people uh, say things that will help you a little bit but that is not permanent mm-hmm. because those people you know the psychiatrists 
they're trying to talk to you or marriage counselors they're talking to you based on what they learned from books and some of them are not even married they have no idea what a married life is about but that's not what we are talking we are talking about going back to god's word and receiving that truth and that light which will chase away the fear and the darkness that you've been experiencing mm-hmm. you know it could be about finances it could be about children mm-hmm. it could be about even a marriage thinking that oh my friend lost her husband he walked away so that could happen to me mm-hmm. because fear is contagious it's like a disease mm-hmm. it is passed on from one person to another and so not only one person gets affected by it mm-hmm. but it's also passed on to the whole family and that's why uh, my wife and i we had decided sometime back not to talk especially when our kids were small talk about financial issues and problems even you know where the kids could listen to you know like sometimes i could come home and say honey we are finished because <laughs> you know we don't have the rent that we have to pay Yes. And see what I'm doing is in so speaking faith I'm passing on a fear. Yes. And then my wife can catch it. Right. And she starts worrying and fearful. Mm-hmm. And if my children hear it they start doubting also. Yes. You understand? And if they they get fearful. But what if I come home and say honey the rent is due we don't have the money but God will supply all our needs. Mm-hmm. He's never failed. Yes. So he's going to do it. We're going to look for the exciting thing how he's going to supply. Mhm. See we are passing on faith and what right. god did in the past and by meditating on what he did in the past it gives us the faith he's going to do it again very good you know you're passing on faith and also faith is also contagious people start believing because you have the faith and of course your children start thinking okay you know god is going to supply our needs yes let's pray together see how we can change a fear right. of anything you understand instead of just blurting it out Yeah from a mouth because Jesus said out of the abundance of your heart abundance of your heart the mouth will speak so if your heart is full of fear it will come out you can't hide it right you might try to but sooner or later it is going to come out and it will defile and defile many right so any kind of fear is not from god fear of exams fear of failure fear of rejection mm. Now I also met a couple of uh young ladies who are single moms and some of them they have they're so broken they don't have hope even to go out you understand mm. or meet somebody right they just like given up they lost hope because of the fear of rejection mm-hmm. what's going to happen what if he rejects me what if so and so rejects me and so they withdraw themselves and they live in a world of their own mm. you know and that's of course the path to depression right sooner or later you're going to hit that place called depression and then you you know you have to take pills and you have to take all kind of medications with side effects mm-hmm. to get rid of it. but all you need is god's word and mm-hmm. to stand on the word and say god you are going to supply my needs mm-hmm. no matter what that is the light is always on with night light You're tuned in to Nightline. You know the fear that you know there's a terrorist attack or this or that it's a little different from personal fears. Yes. The personal fear is what most people are tormented by. Right. You know the lack of faith yes. that God loves them. Right. You know like if you look at uh, this verse here 
where God says in 1 John 4.18, It says there's no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. This was really kind of helped me to overcome fear to some extent, because here it says there is no fear in love, but mm. perfect love casteth out fear. Now for many years I taught it as perfect love basically meant my love has to be perfect towards God. You understand? Mm -hmm. But I knew in my heart my love wasn't perfect. But the Lord showed me that what he's talking about here is his perfect love towards us. See, that's what is going to cast out that fear. So when I focus on the perfect love that God has for me and Christ has for me, it helps me to overcome any kind of fear because I know God is in control. Mm-hmm. I know it's easier said than done. You understand? But the more you focus on the love of God and how much He cares for you, how much He loves you, and what He's done through Jesus Christ for you, mm. then this fear automatically is cast out. Mm. It's replaced by faith and trust in that everlasting arms mm. of God. Mm-hmm. You know, because otherwise, here it says, because fear has torment. It torments you. I don't think anybody who, who's going through a fearful situation is running around joyfully praising mm-hmm. the Lord and doing that. Of course, the more you do that, the fear vanishes. Yes. But it has torment. It torments you. It's almost like somebody is holding into your heart and crushing it. You right, understand? Right. You can't sleep. You need to take sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. You wake up with a fear and you go to bed with a fear. Yes. And it, you become a chronic fearful person. And that's what your mind is all about. Mm. And the Bible says your mind can be darkened. And because of your darkness of mind, you can get alienated from the life of God. He's not talking about alienation from God, because we never get alienated from God. But the life that Jesus came to give us, for that moment when you're fearful, you're being alienated. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you're fearful, you say things to people that you don't mean to. Yes. Sometimes you let out your frustrations, your emotions, because you're being fearful. And I know this because I suffered from this for a long time. And by God's grace now, I've moved on. I still get hit with fears, but by God's grace, God gives me the verses. Yes. And, you know, I use it as a weapon against yeah. fear. Now, like I was saying, you know, about the everlasting hands of God, let's look at Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Okay, now Isaiah 41.10 is, is such a comfort to me. Because fear thou not is not an option. God is not saying, you know, it's like an optional thing. He's saying fear thou not is a commandment. God expects us to follow. If you look in the scriptures, every time an angel visits or something supernatural, it's always like fear thou not. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus, every time he came back, after he was resurrected, he was feared of not. Even when he was alive, mm-hmm. he's saying, why, why do you fear? You understand? And so, fear of not is a commandment that God expects us to follow. Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, we, we can choose. The reason is because he wants us to be happy. He doesn't want us to be under the control. And the reason he says fear of not is because, for I am with thee. Now, the word I am is like a name mm. of God right? You know, throughout the Bible. Yes. And it's, it's telling us he's a present help in trouble. That means present, not tomorrow, not day after. Mm-hmm. He's with us. He's saying, I am with you. 
for I am with thee. Wow. Of course, in the New Testament, we say he is in us. Because mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, God was not inside of you. Neither right. was Jesus. Exactly. But in the New Testament, we can rephrase it and say, for I am in you. Wow. You understand? Yes. Because he's inside. Mm-hmm. So we have greater power living in us than the Old Testament people. Uh-huh. Right? Then it says, be not dismayed. Now the word dismayed is discouraged. We get discouraged so much, you know. Somebody doesn't meet us or keep an appointment, we get discouraged, we get frustrated. But God is saying, don't get dismayed, for mm. I am thy God. Mm. I will strengthen thee. I will mean it's a promise. Mm. It's not if or but. I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Mm-hmm. Now, Sometimes when I'm fearful, I think of myself in the right hand of God. See, he didn't say left hand. <laughs> He says right hand because, you know, usually a right hand is stronger than the left hand. If you just imagine yourself sitting in the right hand of God, Mm -hmm. then that fear that was bothering you doesn't bother you anymore. Now, the reality might not change. Like the situation might still be there, but you as a person has overcome fear through God's word. Mm -hmm. And now God is going to give you a solution Mm -hmm. because you are focusing on him. He's going to give you peace and he's going to give you a solution to the problem that you're facing. But see, when you're fearful, it's a form of worship. Mm-hmm. You understand? When you fear finances, mm-hmm. that finances God might not supply. Mm-hmm. It's a form of worship onto the opposite side. Wow. And sometimes people don't notice that. They think, oh, this is my personality. No, it's not your personality. You are a child of God. and The Bible says all things are passed away. Now, you have to renew your mind against fear through mm-hmm. the Word of God. And I know some people here, they, they write down these verses in classes. I've seen it on their mirrors. Uh-huh. you understand? Yes. And so when they are in the toilet or, you know, or they're taking a shower, they look at those verses wow. and they're reviewing it. And it is changing their life. See, their minds are being transformed. The Bible doesn't say when you pray, you'll be transformed. Mm-hmm. Transformation comes because of the renewing of the mind. And you shall be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the renewing of the mind doesn't happen till you know God's promise on that subject. Now again, prayer helps because you're connecting with God. Mm -hmm. You understand that you're focusing on Him. But it is the Word of God that is actually going to give you that victory that you so desperately Mm -hmm. need. Inspiring you to dig deeper into God's Word. You're listening to Nightlight. When I teach on fear, I talk about a little, you know, like a scenario. You know, like in India, we have lots of trains, so we travel from trains. So you go from a station to a station. So when we talk about fear, like I call it the track of fear. So if you're sitting in the train, Mm -hmm. the first station you're going to come to is called concern. Now, concern is good for you because concern makes you want to do something Mm -hmm. about the problem. But... You get off at concern and do something about it. But if you sit in the train, mm. the next station is going to come is definitely anxiety. Yes. You start becoming anxious. The concern now turns into an anxious because you did nothing about it. And of course, the next station is worry. Okay. Of course, the Bible says be anxious for nothing. And so when you say get started to worry, now you start feeling a bit of torment from Satan. You start feeling the torment. Now, the next station, if you don't get off at worry and do something, is going to be the station of fear. Now, fear 
hath torment. That means he's going to completely take away your joy, your peace, even steal the joy from your family. Mm. They might not know about it because of your attitude, because of the way you're thinking. It can produce that fear. So it's so much better to get off at concern, you understand, and ask the Lord to find a solution. Mm-hmm. And of course, these thoughts, sometimes they come like a flood. I don't know if you experience it. Sometimes at night, sometimes it hits me so hard and I can't fight against it. Uh-huh. But the Bible says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit or the father shall raise up a standard against him. So mm-hmm. sometimes if you're overwhelmed with anxious thoughts and worries, yes. there's a solution. The spirit that's in you, if you pray, will raise up the standard against It's something to block that flood of lies and fear that Satan is passing on. Mm. So we have a solution no matter what is happening. But please, guys out there, find that solution. Don't sit in that train waiting to hit fear station to be tormented. Like a candle in the night, it's nightlight. Okay, we're going to go to Isaiah 26.3. It says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Okay, now the perfect peace that God is talking about, right? You don't have it because you don't have problems. Sometimes people say, I lost my peace because of the problem. Not to a Christian. Now a problem doesn't steal your peace. According to this verse, what steals your peace is because your mind is not stayed on Jesus, on his word. And that's why we lose our peace. Otherwise, we have people complaining, oh, I lost my peace because of what that person did. It's not the circumstances that can steal your peace. It can if you allow it, but it is actually you're not. It says, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. And so that is what sometimes we, we miss, we think. And sometimes we just pray and ask God to give us peace when God said you already have it. Through Jesus Christ, you have that peace. Let's look at John 1, sorry, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Okay, so Jesus said, peace is given to you. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. You're sealed with the fruits of the Spirit. But why is peace not manifesting in a Christian's life? Mm. Now the reason is because we are focusing on fear instead of the peace that God has given us. So now when I get a little bit worried or fearful, I, I look for that peace that's already inside of me. I don't have to pray, God give me peace. Because he said he left it with us. It's fruit of the Spirit, I have it. And so the more I focus on the peace and on God's word, that peace is manifesting itself in my life. Yes. See, it's a solution. A lot of people say, okay, so Melvin, how do I get that peace? Mm-hmm. You already have it. Uh-huh. As a Christian, it is given to you. It is yours. It's your right. It's your inheritance. But now you step out and use that peace to overcome fear. I think uh, an important point we have to understand is that fear is our enemy and worry and anxiety. I don't think anyone in this world have gained anything from worry. Mm. You know, you worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. But what's going to happen, you understand, is not going to change because you worry. You know, worry is energy ill-spent. It just drains out all the joy and the potential that you have to solve a problem because of fear, it's drained out. And you can see you feel tired, you feel your mind is not at rest because fear is like, you know, poking a hole in a bucket that's full of water. Mm. 
and it just flows out. Mm-hmm. And it's, so we have to understand fear is an enemy, and we have to be, from the minute we wake up, Satan is right there to smack us down with a fear of something that you did yesterday, uh-huh. or how you failed yesterday, or how you're going to fail today, mm-hmm. or how today you will not be able to handle the problem. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. No matter how the day turns out, God says you can rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus said, you know, in the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. See, he's saying be positive-minded. Have a mind that is cheerful, that is praising the Lord in spite of the worry and fear. And see, now we are starting off with a mind that is at rest, it's at peaceful. It is. It has a sound mind, and that's why when you wake up, it's good to just praise the Lord, mm-hmm. thank Him for whatever you see in the room, yes. or you look out of the window, thank Him for the beautiful nature mm-hmm. that God has has given us. Yes. And see, that brings you into that spirit. You understand of yes. positiveness, mm-hmm. and so fear can't really enter. Mm. And so, if you look at it that way, I made a decision in my life that I know. Fear is not something I want to put up with. And I don't want Satan to come and steal and kill and destroy all that God has given me for that particular day. Right. And so this class, I hope by God's grace, whoever listening to it, mm-hmm. you know, if you take it to heart and write down those scriptures, keep it in your pocket or in your room or wherever you can see it yes. and study it and meditate on it. And I know that's the way to overcome fear. Mm-hmm. And if you don't succeed or you don't get complete freedom from fear in the beginning, don't worry. Mm. It's a process. Right. You know, it takes time. And so keep at it and study God's word. And God will definitely help you to overcome fear at any given instant. doesn't matter what kind of fear you have. He has a solution and a word for it. Inspiring you to draw closer to God. You're listening to Nightlight. Nightlight. Let's go to Psalms 46, one. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Okay, so the Bible says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help. That means he's there for today, for this hour, to help you according to his perfect will. That's why we don't fear. And it says, therefore will we not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea. See, none of us have come to that state. You understand? We have issues, we have problems. Mm. But here it's talking about even if the earth is removed and the mountains are carried, you can't get more fearful than that. He says, even if that happens, he's saying we will not fear. See, fear is like a cancer and that it just eats you up from within. And before you know, you are dead spiritually. You are dead, you know, to fear, the happiness, the joy, all of the beautiful fruits of the Spirit. It's not manifesting in your life. You have it, but it's not manifesting because something else has entered into our thoughts and into our hearts. And soon, the Bible says, if you fear a fear, it will come upon you. Mm-hmm. It also says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, in Proverbs. So when we think those fearful thoughts, mm-hmm. right, soon that thought gets concreted in our hearts, and that's mm-hmm. what we become. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is we start speaking fear, and once you start speaking fear, it produces 
those negative effects mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. because god's word has creative power fear has a destructive power mm-hmm. so guys out there please make sure it doesn't come out of your mouth mm-hmm. now there's nothing wrong in asking someone to pray for you you understand yes but make sure that you are talking to someone who's strong enough to handle that fear and not get burnt by it yes well for those who are listening now who have fears and they want to be delivered from fears and learn to have faith and more trust maybe just close with a prayer for them sure so dear jesus thank you so much lord for laying down your life for us so we can have all this a beautiful inheritances and promises through which we can be partakers of your divine nature lord jesus there's so many people out there your children who are suffering from fear worry anxiety lack of faith lord jesus help them to know how much you love them how much you care for them jesus and you're just waiting to help them overcome whatever problems that they have so we pray lord jesus that you please help their minds to be stayed on thee so that that perfect peace that passeth all understanding shall keep their hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our lord amen and thank you so much melvin well i want to close with a short devotional on this topic from faith checkbook by charles spurgeon and there are a variety of classic devotionals and other audios on this channel so please do look around and enjoy the content so i'll sign off here and leave you with these thoughts from charles spurgeon god bless you bye for now fear only god so that we may boldly say the lord is my helper and i will not fear what man shall do unto me hebrews chapter 13 verse 6 because god will never leave nor forsake us we may well be content with such things as we have since the lord is ours we cannot be left without a friend a treasure and a dwelling place this assurance may make us feel quite independent of men under such high patronage we do not feel tempted to cringe before our fellow men and ask of them permission to call our lives our own but what we say we boldly say and defy contradiction he who fears god has nothing else to fear we should stand in such awe of the living lord that all the threats that can be used by the proudest persecutor should have no more effect upon us than the whistling of the wind man in these days cannot do so much against us as he could when the apostle wrote the verse at the head of this page racks and stakes are out of fashion giant pope cannot burn the pilgrims now if the followers of false teachers try cruel mockery and scorn We do not wonder at it for the men of this world cannot love the heavenly seed what then we must bear the world's scorn it breaks no bones god helping us let us be bold and when the world rages let it rage but let us not fear it